0: Alright guys, our next guest is no stranger to the show, easily the most controversial in the UFC's welterweight division, the man who brings chaos. He suggested last week that we do a weekly segment, and what better time than right now after UFC 251, back by popular demand, Colby Chaos Covington. Colby, thank you so much for taking the time, and thank you even more for bringing uh, your friends to the program. Great to chat with you again, man.
1: Yeah, you know, I had to bring a, a beautiful mamacita to Submission Radio t- today to make Submission Radio great again.
2: Well, wow, I'll tell you what.
1: Greetings, nerds and virgins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Greetings, uh, nerds and virgins.
2: Wow, I'll tell you what. It's going to make it hard to focus on the interview, but I'll do my best, Colby. Let's kick it off by talking about this main event that went down just yesterday between <laughs> Kamara Usman and Hoy Masvidal. It's officially in the books. And the big question and only logical question, the first thing to ask you is, I mean, what did you make of the way the fight played out?
1: Uh, you know, it, the way the fight played out, you know, I think UFC has a new name to it. It's called the Ultimate Footsie Championships. So, you know, it, it was a it was a pathetic performance. Uh, you know, it put me to sleep and, I, and it put all my friends to sleep as well. So Marty Fake Newsman, just like I said, he's boring as fuck. And, you know, he had a shitty fighter in Street Judas to make it even more less entertaining
0: we noticed on uh, on social media you tweeted out barn burner instant classic who would have seen that coming uh, take us into it what did you mean by that
1: yeah you know i called it who called it i said it was going to be a boring fight he was going <laughs> to ragdoll him he was just going to take him down and you know it was going to be boring street judas you know he was in dustin Soria's training camp all training camp so of course he was working his wrestling with justin saurier we saw how his wrestling was against that hooker from Australia. He made that hooker from Australia look like Dan Gable. So, you know, what I meant was, you know, it it was a shitty fight and they put all the fans to sleep and, you know, it was obviously I was trolling them.
2: (laughs) Ultimately, what did you think of Maz Vidal's performance in the fight? Was it more or less of what you thought would happen in this fight? Did you maybe, did a part of you even, maybe expect a little bit more from him, even though he was coming in on short notice?
1: I don't know why everybody's running that narrative that he came in on short notice. He was training his whole camp with Dustin Sorier. You know, he, he's been training for the last six, seven months on his little fight island. You know, he should have went to Telemundo and done the Cornhole Championships over there and reinvented himself because last time he said he was on that island, he came back and, you know, he was knocking people out and nobody could stop him. So, you know, what I thought was, you know, what exactly what I what I called, you know, I should be taking my victory lap around the pool right now. You know, what, what am I doing? Here on Submission Radio, I should be running around
2: exactly how it's (laughs) happening. You're turning
1: on Submission Radio? No, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking.
0: Before we let you go, we'll obviously obviously have to find out what what the plans are after this interview. But, um, you know, I wonder, as someone who sort of studies fights and studies the game, you know, a lot was made of when you and Usman fought, you know, there wasn't as much wrestling as people expected. But after seeing Masvidal and Usman wrestle, what did you think of the wrestling exchanges? And did you learn anything about that? Any takeaways from the wrestling there?
1: Yeah, I learned a lot in that fight. And, uh, you know, I learned a lot the first time I fought Marty Fake Newsman. And and you know, I've made a lot of adjustments in my game. And, you know, like I said, Colby Chaos Covington 2.0 is coming back. And, you know, you haven't seen the best of me yet. So. Just another uh, element and fold in the wrinkle that I got to see Marty Fake Newsman go to work. And, you know, he's a boring fighter. He's That's why they call him Snoozman. And, you know, that's what he did. He put the fans to sleep. And, you know, he's playing footsies out there. It was the ultimate footsies championship. He's stomping on his foot the whole time, just hugging him up against the cage, you know, whispering stupid shit in, in Street Judas's ear the whole time. I mean, who wants to see that shit? That shit's not entertaining. I feel bad for all the people that purchased their pay-per-view.
0: I guess the other interesting thing is that you and Masvidal you've had a lot of mat time together you know both sort of in the gym and when you guys were roommates so the way Usman wrestled Masvidal how would you compare that to when you and Masvidal used to wrestle back in training and you know around the house and everywhere
1: yeah I would compare that you know there's levels to this shit you know and Marty Fake Newsman is not on my level and that's why I'm a little upset that I didn't wrestle him the first time because I know he's not on my re- level wrestling. But I wanted to prove a point in that fight. You know, I wanted to knock him out unconscious. But, you know, seeing that fight and, and how much he struggled to take down the Street Judas, I mean, that's pathetic, dude. Street Judas was getting taken down by by lightweights, by featherweights, by bantamweights and a sun style. You know, he's been beat by everybody under the moon with double-digit losses, like 15 losses so from people you never heard of. So. The fact that Marty was struggling so much in the takedowns, and I've trained with Street Judas before, I know how bad he is with wrestling. You know, you you could blow wind at him, he'll fall over and be taken down. So to see Marty struggle so much showed me, you know, how bad Marty is at wrestling. There's a reason he was D2 and I was D1. And when I wrestle, when I fight him in the next fight, you know, he's going to be exposed and and I'll expose his wrestling.
2: Hmm. There's a. Obviously Usman was able to win and a lot of people giving him credit for that but there's also a lot of fans who are disappointed by the fight do you believe his stock goes up or down after the fight that you saw last weekend this past weekend
1: oh, without a doubt his stock went way down no one wants to watch it who's gonna pay 50 dollars on pay-per-view or 60 dollars on pay-per-view to watch that again to watch an ultimate footsie champion a guy taking a guy down to holding him and what I think's even more funny is the ref in the fight was the same ref. The same corrupt piece of shit, that square-headed fuck from England, uh, Mark Goddard. How the fuck does he get the same ref every single title fight? It makes no sense. And and Mark was letting him be boring. You know, he was letting him sit and guard and do nothing. He wasn't punching, doing any activities. So, you know, it, it was pathetic to watch. And you know, I don't think any fans gonna pay their hard-earned money to ever watch Marty Fake Newsman fight again.
0: Last time we spoke to you, Colby, um, you were obviously gunning for that fight. You wanted to fight Usman. You wanted that rematch. What I'm just curious, what was it like for you, sort of watching Jorge in that fight, watching that fight play out? Um, I imagine, I imagine it would have been a little bit weird watching the fight that you were sort of gunning for, and did a part of you feel like that should have been you in there this past weekend?
1: Yeah, definitely. A part of me felt like it should have been. It should have been me. I mean, the fans want to see me fight him again, and. You know, it's a fight that's the fight most that makes the most sense. You know, like being Marty Fake Newsman. If I would have won the last fight like that, I would never accept taking a fight a win like that because that's not a win. That was corruption. That's I'm not gonna fake foul calls and fake nut shots and fake eye pokes and, and all the controversy there was with the finish. I I stood right up. I was like, dude, I'm not finished. What are you talking about, dude? I slipped on a banana peel. I I was fine. You know, I was completely coherent and responding to the shots. I put I was defending the back of my head intelligently. So. To take a win like that and and never want to, to redo it, Marty Fake Newsman's a coward and he's a little bitch and and you know we're gonna find out if he wants you know to settle this like real men should and we need to do round two.
2: Mm. Ultimately, uh, M- Mazidal said that he thinks the UFC offered you the fight but you didn't take <coughs> it. Did the UFC okay. ever actually offer you this Are fight properly up, as it happened well, this past weekend? Did they actually good. put an offer out good. in front of you to take that fight?
1: No, nah, that's that's fake news. That never happened. Uh, you know, I offered to fight, and you know, I was willing to step up, and I was serious about it. I was training all all training camp. You know, like it was my own training camp. So I made a lot of gains this this training camp. I, I was preparing like I was going to fight the whole time, in case either guy was going to get injured. I was ready to step in, and you know, unfortunately, they didn't want to give me the call because you know Street Judas took his thirty pieces of silver like the little pussy that he is, and. You know, he got exposed in front of the world. And just like I called it, I called this to a T from how the negotiation was going to be to how the fight was going to be. He's going to get ragdolled by Marty Fake Newsman. So, you know, people need to... To realize that I talk the talk and I walk the walk. I'm like street Judas.
0: Well, I mean, speaking of Masvidal, after the fight, obviously you versus Masvidal was something that was brought up and was brought up to Jorge at the post-fight press conference. And um, he said that you would definitely not be next for him. Um, And his reasons were basically because of the way your fight with Usman played out, because he was able to last the, the five rounds. I'm just wondering what you thought of his comments and and, and him saying that essentially he feels that y- you are below him in terms of the division.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm not below him in anything. I'm not below some journeyman fighter who has 15 losses on his record. He got a BMF title. That stands for broken, mediocre fighter. He, what's he ever done? He's number three in the rankings. He's behind me in the rankings. And he, I don't need to ever fight Sri Judas all. We fought every single day in the gym. I knocked him out all the time. You can go to YouTube and watch the last time we fought. We fought for an hour straight in the living room. I used to beat the shit out of him, poke him, play with him, tell him he's a little bitch, whisper in his ear, and he couldn't do nothing about it. He couldn't stop me. So of course he doesn't want to fight me. Why would he want to fight me? Why would he fight a guy that he has no chance to win? You know, he's never gonna, You know, I could care about fighting him. I don't. I don't need to prove to fight him to prove my greatness in this organization. And my legacy you know my legacy won't be defined by fighting journeymen like him so you know I, I could care less if I ever fight him I'm gonna get my rematch with Marty fake newsman and I will hold that undisputed title soon and anybody can come get it. I take on all comers I'm not a little bitch like Street Judas oh I, oh, I don't want to fight him you know he wants to pick and choose easy fights oh I want to fight Nate Diaz oh I want to fight Damian Maya you know avenge my loss to a fucking 40-year-old virgin so you know, I, I'm not a little bit like Shri Judas. I'll beat everybody in the world. I don't, I don't need to pick and choose my fights like him.
2: It's funny because Kamaru actually said that he'd like to see you face Jorge Masvidal next. I'm just wondering if you were in that octagon with Masvidal, I know it went to a decision in the end and Kamara Usman ended up winning it. It wasn't a stoppage. How would you see that fight going between you and Masvidal? Do you believe it would last the whole five rounds?
1: No chance. He, he has no chance to last five rounds. I mean, he knows that deep down inside. that. I have a different level to my game than, than Marty Fake Newsman. And he knows that deep down inside. That's why he's not going to step in the, the octagon with me. Last time we trained, he got knocked out unconscious with a high kick. I faked the takedown came up. So he knows who's his daddy is, you know. I'm, I'm I'm Jorge Masvidal's father. That is my son. I'm the king of Miami. I'm Miami's champion and anybody can come get it. I ain't I'm going to pick and choose easy fights and try and say who I'm going to fight. I'll take anybody because I'm the best in the world. And that's what the best in the world does.
0: Well, we'll let you go in a second, Colby. But you, you mentioned there you'll take anybody. Um, Dana White is pretty convinced that Gilbert Burns is the next contender for Kamara Usman's belt. So I'm curious what you think of that. And if that is to be, what, what sort of would be next for you? Uh, if you look around the landscape, the look at what's available in the division, what would you say is next for you now?
1: We'll see, you know. As America's champ, as the people's champ, I'm going to let the people decide that, you know. I'm ready to fight, and I'm hungry to fight, and and I want to fight soon. You know, I've been training the last seven months with a burning desire inside my soul from my last fight with Marty Fake Newsman and how much I got robbed by Mark Goddard. And obviously, we found out how awful, awful Mark Goddard was again last night. You know, he was letting fights go too long. He's taking two points away. You know, he's letting Marty Fake Newsman be boring. So. We know how much of a cuck Mark Goddard is, and he's anti-Brexit, and he hates Trump, so of course he's going to fuck me over. But he'll never ref one of my fights again. So, you know, with that being said, you know, I'm ready to fight, and anybody can get it. You know, I want my rematch with Marty Fake Newsman. I want big fights, you know. I, I've already won a world title. You know, I'm the only fighter to ever go to the White House and hang out with a sitting pr- president in the Oval Office in the history of this sport. So, you know, people need to put respect on my name, man. I, I, I've done it all in this sport. I fought the biggest names. I, I beat former champions multiple times, and, and now I only want super fights. That's all I deserve, and everybody knows I deserve that. And you know, I just want to prove my greatness by fighting the biggest and best fights in the division.
0: I know, I know that you say that you don't need to fight Jorge, you know, for your career. Um, but obviously, he's he's still a big name. He's still he's still a big kind of star at the moment. Could it make sense? Could it be you versus Jorge if the UFC sort of you know gave you the right offer?
1: Dude, I'll fight that guy for free. That's the easiest money fight I could ever get. We we used to fight in the living room, in the bathroom, in the American Top Team, you know, at the water fountain to see who's going to get the water first. But, of course, you know, the father always goes before the son. So, you know, I got my water first. But, dude, man, I fought that guy for free. and It's such an easy fight, dude. I, I don't need any money to fight that guy. So, of course, I'll, I'll accept that fight. You know, you I wouldn't be able to sign the contract before the ink dried. That's how, how fast I'd sign it. So... Of course, he's already making excuses. He doesn't want to come fight America's champ. He doesn't want to come fight, fight Donald Trump's favorite fighter. You know, he's trying to bite off my stuff and act like he's on the Trump train now. But before he was like, oh, fuck that MAGA kid. Oh, fuck MAGA, blah, 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 Latinos, blah, 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 all this bullshit. Now he's trying to, he's trying to jump on the bandwagon because he knows Trump's are a bunch of winners. So I, did, I just think that's funny. It just shows how fake he is and exposes the coward that he is.
2: We appreciate the time, Colby, and we'll let you go just a minute. Just as we wrap up, I want to bring up a couple of names, and you give me your instant reaction to these names as I bring them up. First name off the rank, Leon Edwards. A lot of people are saying they believe he's in the t- in contention to p- possibly get a title shot of versus Gilbert Burns. Your thoughts on Leon Edwards?
1: Nobody knows who Leon Scott is. What about Gilbert
2: Burns, the man that's supposed to be getting the title shot?
1: What's a Dilbert? Who's a Dilbert?
2: And, of course, Jorge Masvidal, who just fought for the title.
1: Street Judas and his 30 pieces of silver. Nothing but a broke little bitch paying alimony.
2: And as we finish up, the champ himself, Kamaru Usman. Your message to him?
1: Marty Fake Newsman, my message to you is pretty simple, you know. We're going to find out if you're a real man, you're a real champion. Because if you don't ever take this, this rematch with me, then then everybody's going to know you're a coward and you got a cheap one. You got a corrupt decision. And, and, you know, there was just so much controversy in that fight. The fact that you don't want to run it back tells, tells the tale of the tape that you're scared and you don't want this again because you know what happens next time. You're going to get melted, but, you know... I, I got nothing to say you know i all i gotta say is come see me motherfucker all
0: right and lastly uh your friends disappeared but what what are the plans now as we've we've interrupted your busy sunday so what are the plans now for the rest of the sunday And what are you and your friend gonna do as soon as you get off the phone with us colby
1: uh we're going straight to bedroom cardio uh you know i gotta get ready for my next championship title fight as america's you know favorite fighter and and, and donald trump's favorite fighter you know i always got to be putting that good cardio work in the bedroom, staying ready for five rounds. So we're gonna go, you know, up up in our bedroom and, you know, do do the work and have some fun and, and live the dream. You know, I'm, you know, thankful for Donald Trump for making, you know, this this country so great and giving us so much opportunity here. And and you know, I'm gonna go live it up and enjoy it.
0: Well, there you go, guys. He's officially in training camp. Follow the man on Twitter and social media at MMA. Always a fun chat with you, Colby. Don't forget to buy your uh, Colby Covington merch at Pro Wrestling Tees. And uh, we always love chatting to you, Colby. Thank you so much for your time, man. Appreciate stay, stay it.
2: Stay safe, Colby. Watch out for the COVID. Make sure there's no COVID. We want to see you back in there soon.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> stay safe and healthy, boys. My favorite interview in the game, Submission Radio. Take care, boys.